Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of And Now You Know. I'm here with the fabulous co-host, Mr. Bruce Craig. What's up, Bruce? How you doing, Kenny B? Bruce, I'm I'm hanging. I'm 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 staying uh, socially distanced, and I'm I'm following all the governor's rules and everything. Uh, I'm you know I'm I'm reading all the reports about how everything has eased under this virus. You know, how now you walk around, some people wear the mask, some people don't wear the mask. I don't know if you know this, Bruce, you know, Costco's uh, wants their customers to continue to wear the mask, not only for their safety, but for the people's safety. And do you know some people who have a Costco membership, they're upset? They want you to boycott Costco because Costco said, well, now we want you to be safe. We want you to wear. And they said, oh, no, no. It's our right not to wear a mask. I, 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 can you believe that, Bruce? You know, it's funny, uh, Kenny B. Uh, but so funny. So as, as we used to say when I was a kid, it's so funny I forgot to laugh. <laughs> um, that, 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 that how people will stand up and talk about their rights when it comes to uh, African-Americans, we have talked about our rights uh, for so long, you know, and, 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 and uh, you know, we've been criticized for wanting our rights to be acknowledged and wanting to live under uh, those rights that were established by all Americans. But, man, when those other folks get mad about something, they will talk about their rights to not be governed by the government, and that is their right to not be governed by this government. And it's, it, it came in, you know, I was, it was interesting. I see across our country with this virus thing going on, uh, of course, it's broken down into um, Democrat versus Republican, whoever the governor is. Uh, there are some states, uh, one state, I believe it was Michigan, uh, where they uh, demonstrated at the governor's office. Of course, they've demonstrated down here in Texas as well because mm-hmm. of the um, the stay-at-home orders and things of that nature, which were just put in place just to protect our great country, just to protect our vulnerable citizens. But there are some people who uh, have a rebellious spirit, and they just simply do not want to be governed by the government. Now, they don't mind the government uh, governing us. But when it comes to governing them, no, this is our country, the land that I live. And the government can't tell us nothing. And that is what I've noticed. It's something that sprung up during this pandemic situation, uh, Kenny B. Something that sprung up that said uh, to us, uh, to to us who are objective and, and watching, um, why wouldn't you want to protect yourself and protect others all we're asking is that you wear a mask yes it's inconvenient it's in uncomfortable sometimes but until we get through this let's just wear a mask and there are people who are protesting that and social distancing and all of those things but i think kenny b and uh you can uh interrupt if you like uh intervene but um it seems that this virus 
you know, is affecting uh, black and brown communities more than other communities. And I could be wrong, you know, but uh, it, I, I feel that uh, there are some people uh, who believe that the, that the virus uh, doesn't affect them and the, the numbers, you know, play that out, that the virus doesn't affect them that way. They may get the virus, and, but uh, the, the virus does not wreak havoc upon their lives mm -hmm. because, of course, they've enjoyed the privileges of, of good medical uh, insurance and uh, the privilege of, of not being in poverty. And, 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 and those things and not having the extra stress uh, that uh, African-Americans have, like the diabetes, the hypertension, and, and, and the obesity, and these things which uh, the, the virus goes in and it just simply wrecks havoc on the lives of these people who are in poor medical condition or uh, especially the poverty-stricken, as like in the brown communities, uh, where there are several generations that may be living in a house and social distancing is uh, not possible. But uh, to, uh, to reiterate what you're saying, it, is, it has been amazing to me that these people are protesting. Well, I read an article, Bruce, uh, on the website from Vox.com, that's B-O-X.com, where it states uh, that the coronavirus isn't a great equalizer. It's lying bare our inequities. In other words, it's, it's showing more of the inequities uh, in the country more than anything. Uh, it, it, it states that uh, like around April the 10th, uh, White House coronavirus briefing that communicates uh, that communities of colors are not helpless in the face of the virus and say that in addition uh, to observing social distancing and poor hygiene, they should avoid alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. So in other words, what this article, one of the things, let me say that it's several things, but one of the things that this article uh, stressed catch it now, during a White House briefing, it stated, well, yeah, there is a problem, but maybe uh, they should avoid alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. So, it's saying, yeah, you know where we're going. It's <laughs> the virus is a problem. For using that term, but that's what, you know, that's what they see us as. We can call ourselves African or uh, black, African Americans, all that kind of stuff like that. But, you know, I, I, I play like, um, I pretend like that I can get in their heads and, and tell you exactly what they're thinking. In other words, it's, it, it, it really does wreak havoc on the Negro. And if the Negro would live right, if the Negro would do right and, and stop putting all these things in his system that we have given to him, alcohol, tobacco, because we don't bring none of that stuff in here, mm -hmm. drugs, um, you know, that stuff doesn't come into this country uh, based upon what, uh, what some black folks do because we're not in charge of stuff like that. Uh, not on top of it, just street-level criminals. Uh, as far as the drug situation is concerned. However, of course, there may be some exceptions. However, can it be, that's what, that's what the dog whistle is. The mm -hmm. dog whistle is, don't be worried, don't be afraid, because you see who it's affecting, mm -hmm. okay? You see who's affecting. And so that's what the dog whistle is from the top.
That's why uh, the, um, the, the state of Texas and all the places with Republican governors, of course, there may be some Democratic governors associated with this, are in such a rush because it's about money. You know, money, these people are losing money. These small businesses are losing money. What are we losing money for when it's really affecting Negroes most of all? And of course, we know that that's not true, even though, um, you know, there are white people and uh, in all races, uh, this, uh, th this virus doesn't discriminate. It'll get in your system. However, it does wreak havoc upon those whose bodies are not in the greatest condition. And of course, because of uh, institutionalized racism, of course, you know, we get the worst of everything, you know, based upon our poverty and based upon our history, as far as the medical situation is concerned. So, so Bruce, this virus has opened up a lot of, I, I call it the ugliness. Uh, some people will disagree. The, the, the person who calls himself the president has left it on the governors and other heads of the state to determine how and what their state should do. To me, that reminds me of the, the old Republican, where each state got to decide what they want to do, if they want to have slavery, how long they want to that, that kind of what it reminds me of, that it's a separation of state. You're going to do what you want to do until you do something I don't like. And what, I, and what I don't like is the fact, even though I never go to church, what I don't like is the churches are not open. And I'm going to tell you, governors, I'm going to tell you, you better get those churches open. Now, I'm not, I don't attend, but that's beside the point. I want those churches open. And, and you see people on the, on the sidewalk, on the sideline, saying that churches should be open. They want their churches open. Where I get confused at, if you want your churches open, are you listening to what's being preached? Because you're, not, <laughs> you, you're, you're so, so you just want it open to say that you went. Because if you listen, be kind to men, open your doors up. Obviously, you're not listening. So why do you want it open? Well, it's a hypocrisy of the greatest kind, of course. And there's money behind it, you know. And that's kind of biblical, you know. Uh, things uh, when when you affect people's pocketbook then, uh, of course, you know, you're going, you, you are going to uh, upset some people. And uh, obviously, there are, uh, churches are hurting, too, because uh, although there are some people that are devout and committed to paying their tithes and offerings and things of that nature, uh, I believe that um, the contributions are probably down. Mm. Uh, contributions are down for, because some people are out of work, don't know or whether, um, you know, what the future holds. And so, therefore, uh, I'm quite sure some evangelicals, you know, are in the president's ear. Evangelicals, Kenny B. That's a code word for something. That's a code word as far as I'm concerned. Let's just call ourselves Christians. But I think evangelicals is a code word. Uh, for conservative whites. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's just call ourselves Christians, where, you know, God is the God of all. And But the evangelical group, I'm quite sure they probably are hurting. And so, therefore, they want the churches to be open. Not only that, 
why do we want to close the churches? I'm, I'm in their minds again. I'm just talking about them, what they, what they might probably say. Uh, why do we, but when it's affecting mainly them, um, and you know, it's, it's a ridiculous thing because the virus does not discriminate, you know, it, 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 and, and it wrecks havoc upon the elderly, uh, no matter what race you are, it wrecks havoc upon the elderly as well. And if you have some underlying conditions that may not have been diagnosed yet, or if you have some conditions that are not on the common um, underlying condition danger, like diabetes and hypertension and obesity and heart disease, and you may have other issues going on in your body, uh, whether you're black or white. But I think that the money situation causes uh, a callousness or hardness of the heart uh, that uh, and, and the church situation is just uh, the same thing as opening up the bars, mm. is opening up the tattoo parlors. I, I don't think it has anything to do with uh, anybody's desire for worship because, you know, this thing with the churches being closed, I think has caused more worship than anything else. Uh, because of, uh, you know, being alone and, and being shut in. I think people are led to the past, to the, uh, uh, to the master. And I'm talking about the master of this universe, God. Uh, I think people are led to him. So you don't have to necessarily go to church uh, at this time. Or you can, and I don't mind the fact that the, uh, the churches are opening up in a limited basis. That's a great thing. People need to go to church. But the question is how they presented it. Uh, the, uh, and, and I think it's presented even though they're not saying it's a money thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, I, and I understand churches need to survive too. I love the church. Churches need to survive too. But uh, as the scientists have said, you know, we don't want to get into this thing, uh, opening things up too quickly. And it's a difference between going to a church uh, for worship and, and going to a bar or going to anywhere else or these other buildings. When we go to the church, we're sitting very close to each other. You know, it's kind of hard to, uh, you know, do the six feet apart type of situation. Don't know uh, how that's going to work, but if, if we open the churches up, I think it's a, it, it'll be a great thing, but I, I, I just do not uh, think that those who are advocating it and the way that they're advocating it has anything to do with a Christian spirit or a religious spirit. It's just got everything to do with money. But Bruce, it, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned that because, you know, I like to read. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was reading on Yahoo.com, uh, and forgive me, where the White House press secretary, she scorned some of the journalism that was in mm -hmm. the press conference uh, mm -hmm. just the other day. Just, just the other day, just this Friday, uh, matter of fact. She scorned it because uh, the question was asked, uh, uh, well, why, why do you want churches open? You know, what, what, what is the big rush? It was stated, the president would strongly encourage every governor to allow their churches to reopen. That was the press uh, secretary reply. Then she added this, boy, it's interesting to be in a room 
that desperately wants to see these churches and house of worship stay closed. Now, that was one journalist uh, who who said, well, he acted like you. They acted like you, Bruce. And the, the question that they posed was, I object to that. I go to church. I'm dying to go back to church. That's what the journalist said. Uh, the reporter doesn't want churches to reopen because they have something strong against religion. He was offended by that statement and wanted to know, this was a question he posed to her. You're saying that we're against religion and we don't want this. The question we are asking you and would have liked to have asked the president who left without answering any question after his announcement, is it safe? But yet you, again, want to jump on the fear of, oh, well, it appears that you people, let's be honest, she's saying it appears you people are religious. But that's not the case. The case, as you stated, is, is it safe? How is it going to be safe? None of that has been addressed. The point is, uh, these people play mind games. I think this White House is the mind game White House. Uh, before the coronavirus, uh, there was uh, uh, acrimonious behavior with the press secretary even before uh, the president started having uh, press conferences himself. He would put uh, Miss Sanders up, and uh, boy, she was a perfect spokesman for the unapologetic um, uh, situations of everything that took place. You know, she was she was very acrimonious with the um, with the press. And this uh, this lady that has uh, that that's now uh, has taken over the same thing. So it is a mind game thing. We have we in this area in in, in twenty since twenty since January twenty seventeen. You know, it's been a different world as far as uh, the press is concerned with the White House. What 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 press secretary of anybody from the White House would turn a question in the past would turn a a legitimate question from the press uh, into something personal, like uh, it just amazes me that this whole room seems don't want the church open. I'm just paraphrasing. You know, that's something we haven't heard of, that the, that the White House being this uh, acrimonious and, and this uh, interested in a debate with the press. Mm -hmm. And, of course, that wasn't the question. The nope. question is about safety because uh, we, the government closed the churches. You know, the government closed the churches. So the question is, like with any other organization, why uh, do you want to open them at this time because of the nature of uh, church worship? So many people at one time in there. Is it safe? Well, she just turned, turned it around. Mm -hmm. um, just like this uh, White House has been doing ever since uh, January of 2017. I'm just talking about that's when the inauguration took place. So I'm, I'm, I'm not no longer surprised at uh, the argumentative uh, nature coming from a representative of the White House. Of course, it, that offends me. Of course, we're just looking from to you as the leader of this free country uh, to give us some understanding about why you want this particular organ. And we don't mind. Me, as a Christian, I'm, I'm very, I would love to go to church. As a matter of fact, I still go to church. I'm part of one of the uh, few that's allowed to assemble to help with the streaming. And I love it. I wish it was open. I wish it. 
but at the same time it would it would hurt me if anybody anybody elderly or anybody that uh wasn't going to get the virus end up getting the virus while we assemble um without any uh real guidelines but again we'll just leave that in the hands of god uh because i really as far as the churches is uh, concerned uh let god's will uh be done so i know that some churches are are, are are streaming they're still streaming my understanding is there are some churches that have opened up uh with with some people to attend mm -hmm. uh that there are some churches that even will let you drive to the parking lot and you can be on the parking lot and if you want to listen there you can so i know some churches are or at least an attempt to try to open up but again as you stated and as, as a journalist was stating what safety precaution are, are we taking it seems to me there really are not any safety precaution uh, i can go to the park with my mask i see people with no mask i see people uh less than six feet uh you go to stores as as i said as at costco as an example uh that people now who don't want to wear their mask inside uh i went to a restaurant the other day and there was a, a person actually behind the counter with no mask or anything so it seems like everything is really do as you like but you're not going to say that the federal government told you to do it mm -hmm. so well. I, don't, I don't really know what are the rules if you remember that on the news the other day there was a gentleman that showed uh the airlines and uh, where i guess the middle seats were supposed to be open and and every seat was full and the airlines <laughs> reasoning was well it was a, a loaded flight so you, uh -huh. you the airline it's your flight it's your airplane you could not designate another plane to fly but now now all of a sudden that people haven't been going on planes you're going to book it and you're going to look the other way mm -hmm. so at what point do we stop looking the other way i mean we're opening up churches uh your governor uh your governor of texas has even stated that he wants to see sporting events going and the last i checked uh i maybe do do these people own sporting teams and that way they can go tell the owners of the sporting team what they want and, and we just didn't know that they were owners <laughs> well you know they you know money attracts money and these people are you know are in league you know with the government the sports owners and things like that these millionaires and billionaires uh but uh we're in a, a territory that we've never seen before um and of course we financially uh the african-american uh community is probably going to be influenced or impacted the heaviest with all the businesses closed and thing and and uh with the social distancing so uh it, it it hurts us all but never is it equal but i think when it comes to uh the powers that be the white men um it is very important to them that they not shut down because this has the potential of just destroying this country as we know it mm. financially and they are uh doing whatever they can uh to uh continue it and i understand that i'm not i, I understand their need to for us to be financially uh above water because this could have a ruinous effect upon our financial structure as we know it 
and churches are included uh, in this as well, because as far as evangelicals are concerned, um, you know, they uh, contribute to the prayer. As a matter of fact, the so-called evangelicals uh, is one of his groups, okay, that support him. And of course, to me, evangelicals, again, I will say evangelicals is just a dog whistle, uh, code name for white conservatives. That's what that means. And so they, they want to get back to church, and I understand it. Uh, number one, it's, it's money. Number two, uh, it's affecting uh, black folks more than anything, black folks and brown folks. So as for, we go, I'm going to serve the Lord, mm-hmm. <laughs> regardless of whether we go to church or not. I'm going to serve him. But uh, whatever, whatever happens, um, you know, we need to respect authority as far as the leadership is concerned and uh, go that direction, whatever leadership, uh, you know, because uh, I'm praying uh, all the time for our leaders, uh, that they are are impregnated with the wisdom of God. So whatever happens, happens. Well, uh, and again, Bruce, I was uh, reading an article from Wired, uh, wired Wired.com, where it basically states something interesting that we see a lot of these protesters, but the, what we see isn't necessarily the majority. Uh, we're, we're, we're seeing what is wanting to be put out. And uh, Ward also states that this kind of, let's see, we're again from the article, many have compared the protesters to the early days of the Tea Party movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's what Ward said. That comparison tracks the anti- quarantine demonstration or another reaction to what supporters see as inappropriate government imposition. Mm-hmm. What you just said, especially, especially in the economy. Uh, so that kind of, kind of in a way backs what you're stating, uh, that economy is, is a big concern. It goes as far as to say, but like the Tea Party, economic concerns are where the ideal starts, not where it ends. Uh, they they think that the protests backfired on the wealthy, conservative, free marketing folks who wanted to encourage it. So their feeling is the people with the money are not the same social network as people with the flags. So they think it's two kind of different people. You got the people with the money, and then you got the people out there with the flags that they're going. But they feel like a lot of this protest deals with economy and money, as you stated. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about, you know. Uh, the the majority, and I understand it, you know, this uh, this is the richest country on earth, uh, I guess. I don't know, China, uh, you know, China got to be uh, having some money. The only difference is, is uh, uh, China's uh, money and millionaires and everything are part of the Communist Party. You know, that's still a communist country. But they uh, they seem to be coming around. They have a lot of protest over there <clears throat> regarding people wanting wanting to free up and break up that communism, and uh, you know give some power to the people. But America does not want to lose its standing, uh, and, and and people don't want to be broke. And I understand that, and uh, they want to be able to make money. And this virus has stopped that. And so uh, instead of being focused on how we can keep everybody safe, there are some people who are focused on 
well, that's the government saying that we need to uh, social distance. That's the government saying that we didn't, and the government can't tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. That is, and, and I'm paraphrasing, and I'm, and, and I'm speaking in their mind, if I may have that opportunity to speak from what I believe they think. And that is the, the Tea Party and all of that, well, the government can't tell me nothing. Uh, they have always protested against the government. Uh, that's nothing new. And I think the Tea Party, if we want to talk a little bit of Tea Party, the Tea Party came into vision when they became very much embarrassed by the president, the Republican president that was in office at the, at the, uh, at the time, and that was Bush number two. Mm-hmm. When it became clear that Bush number two was uh, destroying the country with the, with the weapons of mass destruction and uh, just, uh, you know, all of that uh, situation, that war draining everybody and, and he had made so many mistakes mm-hmm. okay you know as a matter of fact 911 uh in new york the bombings took place under his watch mm-hmm. and i think the tea party was born out of their trying to distance from that republican mm-hmm. and so therefore their uh dislike of the so called government they want that they, they like the republican style government they just, at that particular point, didn't like the one that was in there. And so they formed the so-called Tea Party. And that's to distinguish them from the Bush Republicans versus the rest of the Republicans. Mm-hmm. And because they are upset, well, they, they, you know, they are kind of a monolithic mind, the Republicans uh, versus uh, the Democrats. The Republicans all seem to be marching on one step regarding uh this uh president but not in the beginning they wasn't on his table they wasn't on especially during the primaries Mm -hmm. but now he is the one in charge and he's the one that's uh uh replacing people on the supreme court and we need to understand the replacements on the supreme court when it happened they want him to be able to put that person in they don't care how crazy his talk is how unorthodox he is all they want, one of the things that they want is for him to be able to impact the Supreme Court as a Republican. Mm-hmm. And yes, this situation is definitely economically driven. And they have people up there with shotguns uh, demonstrating against the government. And it has nothing to do with the government. It has everything to do with keeping people safe. Well, Bruce, according to you speak of the government from uh, streetsblog.org, uh, and, and, and these are facts. These are things I'm not making up. These are things anybody can go on the internet. Uh, the, the worrisome is between, I don't know if you remember the Texas governor saying, you know, that some people are going to die from this, uh, but I, I feel he took his leave from the, someone else. Uh, because streets block USA Trump said COVID nineteen death may be the price we pay for a strong economy. Uh huh. Just like traffic deaths. So to well, me, it's, it's just like I'm sorry to interrupt you, and I want to continue that point, and I just want to interject one thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is like war to them. Yeah. Uh, the war against the coronavirus, uh, the invisible uh, opponent. In other words, 
when you send your uh, country off the wall, it comes with the understanding that you're going to have casualties. Mm -hmm. And so those that are in power, and it just seems to be the Republican man, uh, doesn't mind that sacrifice. They don't mind uh, the sacrifice of people dying uh, for, to, in order to support and to maintain our style of living, our method of living, as far as economy is concerned. In other words, they are ready to sacrifice. And that's what the reopening of the government and everything, not the government, but the reopening of the country uh, in the face of the virus and the numbers still going up, it's all about the economy. In other words, what is most important is our livelihood and not the weak people that are going to be dying from this virus. That's their mindset, not mine. But that's what I believe their mindset is. So, Bruce, we, we can go on about this because to mm -hmm. me, it's, it's heartless to say that, that part of the, the virus is, is going to be death. And not that, not that you can find a cure just like that. I'm not saying that, but it doesn't even appear... Well, the people that, that should be out there working to find a cure, they're being blocked, or at least it appears that way. And so uh, th this discussion can go on and on. And trust me, I know there's going to be more stupid statements or stupid press conference that aren't needed uh, to cover this. <laughs> so let's just, in closing, sum up what you think about this whole topic, what, what advice can we at least maybe leave the people with today? Okay, thank you, Kenny B. Uh, this has been a great discussion. One thing that I wanted to bring up in, in closing is something we hadn't discussed regarding a specific situation that happened uh, in the Dallas area uh, as it pertains to a protest. Uh, you know the salon owner mm -hmm. who uh, protested, you know, closing. You know, she said, this is my livelihood. I, you know, I don't care what the government says. I need to feed my family. You know, which she's in no position uh, any different than any other business owner. You know, sometimes we just have to, we just have to grin and bear it. We just have to uh, just go ahead and do what we can to get out of the situation. Um, but this woman uh, completely thumbed her nose up at what even the uh, Republican uh, governor had said it was his it was his order uh, that businesses be closed, and also in his order they read it to him on the news uh, that said that you could be fined and or jailed, you know, for disobeying this executive order. And she did it, even though they were uh, getting closed. The order was still in effect, even though they were contemplating uh, lifting the order. But the fact is, she was still under the law. And uh, they closed her business, uh, the government did, when I say the government, the local authorities, and she went to jail. Now, let's just stop right there. <clears throat> when she went to jail, the Republican governor, the white Republican governor, the white Republican lieutenant governor, and the white attorney general, the lawmakers, the lawbringers, were simply uh, outraged, I think, because a black judge had the audacity 
to follow the law of the white Republican governor and jail a blonde-headed white woman. That is my belief. And so, unprecedentedly, they came out in support of the lawbreaker. Unprecedentedly, they found a way to get to the Republican and conservative Supreme Court to just reverse and get this woman out of jail. As a matter of fact, one of those uh, uh, officials that uh, I just mentioned was, was wanting to pay her bail. Do you think that could have happened if that was a black business owner? And, 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 and if it was a white Republican judge had put uh, a black uh, salon owner in jail, do you think the Republican governors and the lieutenant governors would stand up in protest of this man following the law? I think not. <laughs> I think not, Kenny B. Um, what... As far as uh, in conclusion about this situation, um, me, uh, being a man of faith, um, it's all in God's hands. Uh, we don't know. Uh, authorities do not know. Officials do not know. Uh, medical experts uh, do not know uh, how to handle this virus, okay? And they are more concerned, the government is more concerned about putting this, uh, about saving the wealth of this country than saving the lives of vulnerable people. Uh, I understand, you know, you have to look at it in, in, in both plans. We have to live. We have to be able to survive. And I understand that. But I don't want to survive financially at the risk of sacrificing lives. Mm. That is my point of view. Very interesting. A very good, good closing there, Bruce. A very tough topic to cover. A lot of interesting grounds we went through today. And, but as we say, and now you know. And now you know. Bruce, again, and, and I want to let anybody know if you want to add to the topic, uh, if you would like to be a part of the program, uh, feel free free to reach out to us at information at idproduction.com. That's information at idproduction.com. Uh, you too can be a part of, and now you know. Bruce, thank you again, and we'll be back with a lot more hot hidden topics because there's a lot. You know, one thing for sure, if, as long as there are politicians, there's going to be a dumb statement that we can talk about. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, you know, everybody's going to make some statements. And uh, because the, the political season is a long season. Yes, it is. And so, um, you know, sometimes you have to overlook some things. But uh, as long as you just come out and say it, it's okay. We can, we can uh, analyze that. And we can deal with it. Bruce, again, we thank you very much. We will be getting back with everyone. Be sure to stay tuned for the next topic. And now you know. And now you know. Goodbye.